0: This is Cowboy Jim's stories around the campfire. I've mentioned before, I've had the chance to travel around the world on various missions, adventures. It's always been a great blessing to be there and been very exciting to see some of those places, experience some of the cultures, eat some of the food that's very, very unusual. But I always kind of joke about, I wanna make sure I don't create an international incident. There was one time I was afraid I almost had done that. I was in Bangladesh visiting my friend Harold and Sean. Uh, They serve as missionaries there in Bangladesh, especially at the Memorial Hospital there in Malamgat. Bangladesh is a very interesting country. It's very, very crowded. And one of the things that you notice right away when you get there is the traffic is absolutely incredible. I've mentioned it before, but again, I'll mention it. When you're driving along the road, there can be trucks, there can be cars, bicycles, motorbikes, rickshaws, cows, people walking. You just can't imagine how crowded it is, especially in the cities. And the constant noise of the vehicles and everything. And Harold told me that the most important part of any vehicle is the horn. I can believe it, because everywhere you go, there's beep, 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 people warning and watching out, and they are very careful to try not to run into anybody. They take accidents very seriously there, and if you're the one at fault, you could meet a mob of people who would not be kind to you. So that's always on your mind as you're going through the country, driving along, I didn't think I would be driving there, it's just uh, not something that I necessarily needed or wanted to do, although when I was on the compound there at Memorial Hospital, I did drive the car around there just a little bit. But then one day, Harold said, you know, I have a motorbike, and he wanted to know if I had ever ridden motorcycles, and I have, I wouldn't say that I'm real good, but I have ridden motorcycles. In fact, I had one at one time. So he said, well, look, Dr. Steve usually goes out. He just likes to kind of drive around and just a way for him to relax. Dr. Steve was one of the doctors there at the Memorial Hospital, had a lot of responsibility, a super nice guy. And so when they asked if I wanted to go along, I said, sure, I'll go. And so I got Harold's bike and got ready to get on it, and I was with a friend then. Craig was going to ride behind Dr. Steve. So first of all, I got on the motorcycle and just drove around the compound there just a little bit just to make sure I could remember what I was doing and everything. And Steve drove around in front of me and took me over some loops and different things like that and through some narrow things, just making sure that I could guide the motorcycle and get it stopped and everything like that. It was all good. And when we were done, I felt like, yeah, I'm okay. I can, I can do this. So we went out of the compound and immediately I realized I'm going where I do not want to go because we're on the major highway and we're going along a little faster than I wanted to go. A lot of traffic and all the time beep 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 I learned where the horn was on that bike real quickly and so we're going along and the aim was to go up to a place right at the beginning of the hill country the hill country is a place that often is blocked off from foreign nationals the government has its own reasons and At the same time, the missionaries have a lot of work going on up there, and so they use indigenous people to carry on that work whenever they cannot go into the hill country. I've had the chance to go up there before when it was open, and it's an amazing culture. It's amazing to see when you go up into that hill country. The people up there are not Muslim background, but are mostly Buddhist background. One time I was there, we went way up there with a car as far as we could go. We got to a bridge that had been washed out, and from there we hiked on up to a village. And it was just a very wonderful experience. The people all lined the trail as we got closer to the village and would all greet us and tap their hearts as a greeting. And it it was just, it was very, very moving. Over the years, about the last five years, God had been doing a big work in the hearts of that village, and many of them had turned their hearts to Christ. It was so neat to be able to go up there. I was able to give them greetings. That was really neat. Harold said, you really can't preach up here, but if your greeting turns into some sort of a Bible lesson, uh, then that's okay. And so that's what I did. It was a very special experience, but this time we were not going to be allowed to go into that hill country, and I knew that. I, they had told me that, and I understood that, and so we're driving along the highway, and I'm getting more and more used to the bike. I'm still following Steve, and then we turn, and we turn and go up another road that's going up towards the hill country and towards the one village where we were going to stop. And so we're still going along. And one of the things on the roads is that not only are there cars and rickshaws and trucks, there are also big buses. And those big buses are hard to see around. And there were some on this road. But we're going along, traveling along well, and I'm getting to see part of the country that I hadn't seen or at least hadn't seen in a long time. It's fascinating country. Some of it is very, very flat right there. Rice paddies everywhere, super green. It It is just really amazing to see. But as we kept going, we got closer and closer to the village. There was a big bus and then Steve and then myself. And we got to the village and there was actually a gate, like just a big bar that comes down. And the guards were there. Steve talked to them. And told them, you know, we're just going into the tea house here. And we're going to get some tea, and then we'll come back. And they knew him. And they said, fine. I did not know that's what Steve was saying. And as he went going, I started to go, and <laughs> I killed the engine on the motorcycle. So I oh, great. So I looked down to make sure I have everything okay. Took a couple of times to get it started. I look up, and, and the guy waves me through the gate. And I look up, and I don't see Steve or Craig. And, but I do see the big bus. And I thought, wow, he must have passed that bus. So I get going, and I get up behind there trying to go as quickly as I can through that little town. The bus finally stops, kind of pulls over, and I go around it, and I don't see Steve. But the road goes right straight on ahead. And I thought, wow, he must have really taken off. And so I step on it as much as I could to go try catch up with him because I don't want to get lost there. I thought we'd gone past the guard, but I thought, well, Steve must know what he's doing. So I'm driving along there just as fast as I can go. I start getting up into the hills. I'm going up and up and doing some switchbacks, I'm going higher and higher, and I can't believe, I can't believe how fast Steve must have been going. I I couldn't see him, and I just kept going and going, hoping to just see him around the next corner. And I finally got kind of to the top of the first thing, and I realized I'm at a place where I'd been a few years before, and I knew I was way up in the hill country. I was right by one of the schools that they work at, and I knew that Steve had not gone that far. I had no idea what to think, and so I got on my bike, turned around, and I went back down, down all the hills and switchbacks and wondering what in the world is going on and afraid I've lost Steve and Craig, and I I just don't know what's going on. I was kind of scared and I was hoping you no know, police or army stopped me. I got all the way back to the village. I slowed way down and I'm looking around and looking around. And suddenly a couple people jump out and, and they flag me down and they're saying in Bangla, he's here, he's here. They start pointing to a little tea house. And then I see Dr. Steve's motorcycle and I stop, and I, parked mine, and I went in, and there was Steve and Craig. They look at me, and they just start laughing. I could not believe it. What had happened was when they crossed the gate there, and I killed the motorcycle, and I didn't look up, they had turned off on a street right away, which I didn't know. And they had gone down to where they thought there was a tea house, They got down there, and uh, the tea house was closed. And they looked around, and (laughs) they said, where's Jim? And so they started looking around, and they couldn't find me. And they finally decided I must have gone on ahead. Well, Steve knew that he wasn't supposed to go back any farther up into the hill country. So he and Craig stopped at the tea house and had people watch for me, thinking that eventually— I would have to come back, which I did. So I had a cup of tea and a little bit of refreshment. <laughs> by then it was starting to get dark and we head back into Blumgarten. We go back down the highway we were on and then on the main highway, lots of traffic, still things going on and by now it's dark. So I'm having to use my headlights and uh, I'm feeling very foolish and everything else, but at least everything turned out okay. And there wasn't a big international incident, at least. We got back to the hospital tail compound and even right there, I uh, turned around and suddenly people are right in front of me. And I heard all the warnings, don't run into people, don't run into things. And And I actually tipped my motorcycle over to avoid hitting somebody. <laughs> They all came running over to make sure I was okay and helped me up. And by then, Steve and Craig had already gone ahead. They didn't even see that happen. I went on into the compound and everything was good. (laughs) There are different places around the world you can go that really can cause a lot of angst if you're not careful. I was driving in... Brazil on one of my trips, and I drove quite a bit in Brazil. It just you have to be very careful. You have to realize there that stop signs are just a suggestion. So every intersection you come to, you really watch both ways. One day, we were taking a whole team up, uh, kind of on a little vacation spot that we were going to, and it's up in the mountains a little bit. And uh, so I'm driving one of the cars. It's a stick shift, which is no problem. I've driven stick shift all my life. But as we were going along, we were getting into steeper and steeper country. If you've driven stick shift at all, you know that when you get on really steep roads, sometimes it's an adventure to get it going and get moving up the hill after you've had to stop. And there was one place where... It was pretty steep and then also a big turn. And we were having to watch out for traffic coming down and the guy I was following around and all of a sudden here comes this great big car, right around, kind of like right in my lane. And I pulled over as far as I can. I put on the brake, get stopped. He goes on by, but now I'm on this super steep road and having to get the car going and I'm just hoping that I can get things going and not frog up the hill too badly or just kill it. And all the years of driving came into play and I was able to get going right there. It was really a big relief to go up that hill and not kill it on those steep, steep hills on the way back from that place. And it was kind of like a, almost like a, a Swiss village almost. It was really a neat place to go. They even had chocolates and everything like that. We could go horseback riding, which we did, and riding some ATVs, all sorts of fun excursion we did on the way back. Again, I'm driving, and we get to one place in a town, and I knew it was coming, and I, my palms were already sweating, that I knew we had to go up a really steep hill, and there's a stop sign right there, and then we had to turn left. Uh, Oh great, so I get up there and the car in front of me stops and goes right ahead Nobody's coming. I get up there. I stop and wouldn't you know there is traffic coming And so I have to wait there on this super super steep road and wait and wait and finally everything's gone and You know if you've driven you have on the handbrake you have the clutch ready to go and you have to do it all at once and (laughs) Fortunately, I was able to move it forward in the right way and I could get going. But I remember being really, really nervous on that. I just didn't want to have to sit there and be embarrassed to death with not being able to get the car going. Everywhere you drive, there's adventure, isn't there? Whether you're here in the States or in Canada or wherever you might be. You always have to watch out what's going on. Well, I hope you have safe travels today, wherever you're going. I'll talk to you again later. This is Cowboy Jim's Stories Around the Campfire.